Hi, I'm Susan. I'm Dan. And this is the Sparks and Muses podcast, a podcast about everyday creativity. So Dan, uh, what have you been working on this week since we last recorded? What have I been working on? I haven't actually been working on much. I've been really busy with work. It's been that kind of a week. Yes. I have to say a lot of this week has been about prepping for the holidays. Yeah, I know. Ugh. <laughs> So, in addition to the fact that our daughter also has I know birthday that comes at the beginning of December, so I think between getting ready for that and then also getting ready for the holidays has been a lot of work. It has. I know December's like that. It's just really full cuz yeah, just the holidays. I feel like I feel like a, a like a broken record about that sort of. Like, oh, it's the holidays. Everybody's talking about how stressful they are. They are. Well, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, it's because it's a short month. There's all this stuff you're supposed to do, and you're supposed to be happy and cheerful about it all the time. I know. I know. Don't complain. Right. So so you haven't, you haven't had any chance to do anything creative of your own? Well, I'd nothing? say not nothing. The one creative thing that I've, I've been doing has been actually learning how to edit the podcast. Um, one thing that I, (laughs) which is a work in progress. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, I'm not an audio person. I don't have any training in, in audio production whatsoever. So as it's been very interesting to learn about audio production, it's also been a bit of a struggle as any new creative endeavor is. So yeah, it's, it's been interesting and uh, at times frustrating and hopefully it'll all work out. (laughs) Um, what about work? Anything, I know you can't really talk about all your projects at work, but given that you do have a creative job, what, what are you tapping into at work? What am I tapping into at work? Uh, right now we're really just in the production of getting this one big project that we're working on sort of out the door. So it's a lot of just production mode stuff. It's not even, um, doesn't least to me feel very creative. It feels very just, you know, rush and get it done kind of feeling. Production. Yeah. So which happens with any project, creative or otherwise. At some point, you know, you have to just wrap it up. Or as Steve Jobs once said, real artist ship. So, you know, at some point you just have to get, you know, do some of the, the boring, repetitive, dirty work, get it done. Right. Right. So how about you? What have you been working on I feel like I'm just like a broken record so we've been getting ready for the holidays and work I don't know I've had all these like schedule disruptions this past week that just ate into my already too limited creative time so like early morning meetings and appointments and late evening meetings and appointments and then again our daughter is having her birthday party and she's turning six so birthdays are really important it's a big deal and, um, and of course her birthday party is going to be a crafty birthday party because she's a budding creative herself. And, uh, so I've been trying to figure out how to create a birthday party for six kids to do crafty things for two hours and not destroy our apartment at the same time. So that, that's where I've spent a lot of my creative effort. I've got this knitting project that's on the needles right now. Uh, that's a Christmas gift, and 
it is just sucking the life out of me. And it's not because it's bad. It's actually, it's going to be really nice, but I just don't want to work on it. And I hate obligation knitting or obligation productivity based creative stuff. Like, I don't know how you do it at work all the time and not poke your eyes out. I just, um, I, I don't want to work on them. And it's not because there's anything wrong. It's just because it's not something that I'm interested in doing right now. But because Christmas is a couple weeks away, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm under the gun. So that's, that's part of it is that I have like, I have this deadline and it's looming and I don't, I don't really love having a creative deadline, especially when it doesn't even feel that creative because I'm just churning it out. So it's kind of a, it's kind of an energy suck. Yeah. I'd actually like to say a little something about that. I think that happens in any creative process. There's the fun part where you're sort of creating from nothing. And then there's also the, the part where you just actually have to then finish it up. And I think that's a lot of the difference between, you know, people who are quote unquote artists or craftspeople and people who want to be that, but feel like they can't. And I think that's the main difference is they just haven't figured out how to get past the, the just doing the cranking through of it part that, you know, it happens to everybody as you get towards the end of a project and you have all these other ideas and all these other things and, Oh, I could have done it this way or that way. And it's not even like the project you're working on is bad. It's just a matter of that, you know, your mind just doesn't want to, and you have to almost, I think each and every person has to figure out, well, how do you just sort of knuckle down and and sort of stay focused and, and finish that up? And, you know, I think that's a lot of, a lot of what goes into it that doesn't actually often get talked about in the, in the sort of creative processes that there's also the part of it that after the creative part happens is that you still have to finish up the production of it. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't feel like it's uncreative. It's just not what I want to work on right now. And I, and, and I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could just sit, I could sit down and say, I'm going to work on it for X number of minutes every night. That's one technique. Another technique is um, some some knitters will say, I'm going to do X number of rows, and they'll have some deadline that they have to do every single day or every single night. There's the dragging the project around with me everywhere I go and picking it up and knitting on it every single time anything slows down in my life, which if you ever look around, you might see knitters doing this, like when they're parked at traffic lights and things like that for extended periods of time or in like really slow traffic, you'll see knitters pick up their knitting because they're not driving and they'll pick it up and put it down and 30 seconds here and 30 seconds here, there start to add up. And I'm just not, I don't know. I just have to embrace production is what I have to do to make this happen. And it's the only really creative Christmas present I'm giving this year. In other years, I've, I've really set these huge deadlines or huge, huge monumental efforts of I'm going to make something for every single person on my list. And I, I wasn't even that ambitious this year. It's just this one thing. And I'm just not interested in doing it. Although it's fine. I'll be very happy when it's done. I think the recipient is going to love it. It's going to be great. I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. Which, is, which kind of stinks because I only have, you know, very tiny amounts of time to do anything creative. So to be sort of down on it in my random 15 minutes here and there is kind of right. Kind of sad, but that that's okay. I mean, you know, it's just knitting, (laughs) you know, I think it'll be okay. Well, and I I think creative work is like that with anything. It's like a roller coaster. You have the ups and you have the downs. That's just the way it goes. I think. 
Yeah. I, I guess I'm just kind of in a funk. I mean, I've got three active creative processes that I do. One is gardening, which is a little bit on the back burner right now because it's December in Maryland and it's not really a fun time to go out and garden because it's cold and everything's dying. So that one's not really at, you know, the front of my brain at the moment. And then I'm a knitter and I've got this project that I'm stuck on and I can't start anything else because I have to get this done before Christmas. I don't have time. And then the other thing I do is I spin, I spin yarn and I've got this stupid tendonitis in my arm right now and I, I really can't do it. It just hurts. It's not something I can do. So I'm just feeling stymied. You know, I've got a bunch of projects on the go. They're all stuck. And the only one that can move forward is the one that I'm not feeling like I really want to work on right now. So, God, I just feel very whiny. But anyway, that's that's what that, that's what's going on. So I, I don't know. But, you know, from a creative perspective, I, I do think I'm putting a lot of effort into this kid's birthday party. Yeah. And it's not it's not because it's some, like, contest with people of who can throw the best birthday party keeping up with the Joneses. I just like the idea of trying to figure out how to creatively keep six kids crafty and occupied without destroying our apartment. So, right. I, w- I would agree that you have definitely been putting a lot of time into making this a successful party. That'd be fun. I think it'd be good. So what, what we're doing with our kid is, um, she's, she's turning six. And so we're letting her have six friends come over and we live in an apartment. So it's not an enormous amount of space. And, uh, we're going to have six kids come over for two hours. And I'm, I'm thinking about how to make sure they don't destroy the place while they're here. So we're going to do shrinky dink jewelry making or keychains or necklaces or whatever, uh, which is cool. Cause it's actually a two part craft. So from a time management issue, it's great. Cause there's like part one and part two, you know, you have to make the shrinky dink and then you have to shrink the shrinky dink. And then you have to create whatever it is you're going to create with your little pieces of plastic that you've colored on. Right. And then this gets back to my, my tapestry weaving. I, have a tutorial. I saw a tutorial on creating cardboard looms that kids can use or anybody really, but they're really good for kids. So I cut up a box and I have a whole assortment of looms that kids can use. And we went out and bought some colorful yarn and some sparkly yarn, of course, because six-year-olds like the sparkle. So we've got a lot of sparkle and a lot of stuff. So we'll, we'll pull together a tutorial for that and then uh, have the kids do that, which is kind of fun. I'm kind of excited about that one. Maybe I can spend some time on that this week. And then, uh, yeah. And then we're going to build snowman cupcakes with marshmallows. So, you know, two hours. Just enough time to hopefully keep them busy enough that they don't destroy the apartment or get all of our neighbors upset with us. Right. Right. Or destroy everything. Right. So, anyway. So what's been sort of inspiring you? What's been inspiring me? Well, kind of a lot of things. Again, I, f- I feel like time is really tight right now. And I feel like um, my brain really wants to, to, to go in new directions. And I'm just kind of stymied. But I, I've been, I actually went out to the library and uh, that, that glorious place, the library. And I found two books that I thought I'd talk about. One um, that are both sort of calling to me right now. One is Tapestry Weaving by Kirsten Glassbrook, and it's put out by Search Press, and I think it was published in, it's kind of, it's been around a while, 2002, and it's, um, she's a tapestry weaver, and she does a lot of uh, natural and sort of 
mystical looking tapestries. And it's really a book that talks about how to get started and various techniques and different ways to use the materials and create different stitches to create different techniques for, for tapestry weaving. And it, some of it's sort of beginner level, which would very much be where I am. And then some of it is more, I don't know, intermediate level. And then she talks about individual projects and how she created some of her artwork. She's got a big studio, you know, and what she did to create different effects in her tapestries. So, so that's kind of a cool book. That was a lot. That's a lot of fun. I've enjoyed reading that. Um, everything from, from these are the materials you should use. Right. Um, to, you know, to make it archival or to make it act a certain way when you're done. And, and I know that from, from knitting and other fiber crafts I've done, you know, the difference between cotton and litten, linen and wool is actually pretty dramatic. So learning that is, is helpful. And then I also got a book called Hand Sewn. The Essential Techniques for Tailoring and Embellishment by Margaret Rowan, Margaret Rowan, and it's put out by Interweave Press, which anybody who works in any of the fiber crafts will know because they, they put out all kinds of magazines and books about knitting and crochet and weaving and things like that. And it's, it's a book that covers everything from how to put a button on and how to hem something successfully to much more dramatic and... Uh, fancy embellishment techniques that you could use hand sewing to, to put onto clothing. And as you know, I'm really bad at hand sewing, but I'm, I'm sort of into it right now. Again, it's just something small and portable. Right. But I haven't actually done it. I've just got a book about it. Gotcha. So, so it's yeah. just a start. Well, for those people that are interested, we could put links in Amazon or to Amazon in the show notes. Yes, we can yeah. do that. So how about you? What, what's inspiring you right now? I think, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, one of the things that's inspiring me is definitely sort of learning how to work with audio um, for this podcast. I, I do actually find it interesting, even though there are moments of frustration and there is a bit of the barrier of the technology, even though, as I spoke about in the last episode, that I enjoy technology very much. There are times that it can be frustrating. Is the frustration inspiring you, though? It is. It is. It's mostly... The frustration more actually isn't even, it's just because I don't, am not as familiar with the tools and I feel like there's a deadline pressure to, you know, get these edits done so that we can get them out. And on the one hand, I think it's good to have a deadline, otherwise these things just get put off forever. But also, um, it does create a feeling of a little bit of stress, especially since this is a bit busy time of year. You know, you don't want to waste your time sort of fiddling around with something or you just... You want it to have, and I think most people want something to work. So it's it's not, yeah, it can, it can be a little frustrating at times, but otherwise, uh, I, I I do find it inspiring and and uh, and I find it just fascinating and interesting to to learn about audio. I'm sure some people who are in the audio biz that might be listening to this are just like whatever, but you know, for me, it's 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 all new. So that part of it is very fun, and that's it's. Are you feeling creative about sound? Like, how is it? I, I like, is the process of learning in and of itself inspiring, or like, or you do you find you know, or do you find yourself I, listening to things differently? I both. I find it inspiring in terms of you know just what is possible, and also 
Um, the fact that you can edit audio and it changes the, the tone and feel of it, even just a matter of removing spaces or pauses or adding them in and things like that to help the flow makes it, it just changes. I, I find that actually rather creative. It's, it's on, not unlike editing video, which I've, I've done some of and just depending on the way you do an edit can actually change the feeling of a story or the podcast. So I, I find that interesting and inspiring. And then also just learning what, what is and it is not available to do or what, you know, what's capable, what you're capable of doing with the tools that you have at hand is also very inspiring. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you still have an art show on right now. Have you been, is that, I mean, it's, it's actually happening. Is it something that you find yourself thinking about or is it like it's on a wall somewhere and you're not thinking about it? I think about it a little bit, not as much again, just because we've been so busy between work and getting ready for the holidays. But I, I do think about it occasionally. And some people have sent me pictures of themselves with my artwork showing, you know, oh, this is me next to my favorite piece and things like that. And I've gotten some inquiries about just, you know, whether I was going to be around or, yeah, I have been thinking about it a little bit, but not as much as I was at the beginning. So. Right. Well, it's got one one week left. Right. Yeah. So, but that's it's still pretty cool. Yeah. So I guess I guess it's just been that kind of a week for us. Yes. I guess this is like one of the challenges of everyday creativity is like some days are just that packed. Right. Okay. So so what are your goals for this coming week? Now, granted, we have a birthday party plus birthday dinner. Right. Plus jobs, and it is the holidays coming up. So, what are your goals for this week? And then, yeah, let me just let you finish there. <laughs> what are your goals? My goal for this week is to just get the first podcast, the first episode of this podcast done in a way that we can actually put it out there to the public. Okay. So, that's what I'd like to have done by the the end of this week because we're we're encountering some some glitches yeah but that's okay yeah no it's all part it's all part of the learning process you know we'll figure it out we'll all learn together and then um do you have any other is there anything else you want to do or is it just you in, in the sound box in terms of goals it's it's me in the sound box right sort of personally and then um you know, I have a lot of deadlines at work, but the, those are going to happen whether I choose them or not. Yeah, so, they're not really goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, part of it is too. I think is is that you know, there's an ebb and flow, at least for me, to to the creative process. And right now, you know, I don't want to overburden myself and and do a half-assed job on any on all of it. So I'd rather just focus in on one thing. And right now that's the the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, with this podcast, we are going to, we're, we're going to have a blog that goes with this, which will be sparksandmuses.com. And so we'll have show notes for each of the podcast episodes, as well as some additional content uh, that I think details a lot of what we, what we're thinking about in between episodes. So um, I've been kind of compiling some content there and we'll, we'll pull it together, but, but finding visuals online or finding stories or links to things that, that we feel are helpful, inspiring, 
driving us forward personally or things that we think would be helpful for others out there. So um, I guess that's one of my goals is to actually start moving those things forward and polishing them up and getting them ready to put um, live on the blog. Right. And then, um, you know what, I just want to survive like the, the three different events that I have to throw this week. And then, um, you know what, I'm going to set myself a task. I am going to work on this dumb project that I'm grumpy about for a minimum of 20 minutes per day and see if I can just start to like make some headway on it and not feel so defeated. And, and then it'll be all hell will break loose next week because I'll have to work really hard on it to make it finish. But I'll just do 20 minutes a day in the meantime. Right. And see what happens. And then hopefully whoever's receiving this gift won't listen to this episode until after Christmas. Well, I won't talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I talked about it, but they don't know what it is. It could be anything. Right. No, I'm if just kidding. For anyone. I'm just kidding. Oh, all right. Sorry. Anyway, so, so yeah. So... I guess that's the struggle of everyday creativity is just life. Right. Gets in the way. Right. Yeah, you sort of have to jam it in there sometimes. All right. So we'll keep jamming it in there. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, again, this is Spark. You can find us on sparksandmuses.com. That's the blog. Or you can find me on Twitter as Susan Hartman or Instagram as Susan Hartman or Pinterest as Susan Hartman. And I'll hopefully have some some content up there too or and I'll, I'll share that from the blog where can they find you i am online at dmhphoto.com and on twitter and instagram as dmhphoto as well all right well thank you so much for listening and hanging in there with us and we'll uh we'll talk to you again next week all right thanks bye. everybody bye